Wanna ring the bell? Alright. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am Garrett. And I am Carson. And we have the once-delayed, one of the top HBO Max movies, I think, that was kind of getting some fan service, getting everybody excited. We are going to talk Mortal Kombat today. Mortal Kombat. One of the best trailers, I think, that uh, we've seen in a while. Yes. Uh, we, We previewed this a while back, and we talked about our thoughts about um, the trailer, the thoughts about what we thought this movie would need to do to be successful. Um, I, I know I have some of those notes like in my head about what we talked about. I, I probably should have revisited before we jumped on here, but I, I felt like I had a, a pretty good feel for what I wanted out of Mortal Kombat, and think I think it's definitely worth us revisiting today to see if it met exactly what we wanted it to. Well, nothing's ever going to meet exactly what we want it to. So there's always there's always that piece of it. But uh, uh, did, but did it come close? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so let's just jump right into this. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know. Do do we need to say what Mortal Kombat's about? Like, is it one of those? That are, I mean, have we reached pop culture status where like if you know, you know, and if not, sorry. I mean, for the sake of consistency. I mean, okay. You're just dropping Mortal Kombat. Well, I mean, I, sometimes I feel like I'm just saying. We've done 160 episodes, and and, and now I, there's been some. We, there's stop. been some we've skipped. There's been some we've <laughs> skipped, and I'm asking if Mortal Kombat gets that crown on its head. Right? Does it get to be one of those things where we're like, it's Mortal Kombat. We're just gonna talk about it. That's that's fine. I'm okay with it. Okay, well, but now you've got me convinced the other way, so here we go. <laughs> Washed-up MMA fighter Cole Young, unaware of his heritage and hunted by Emperor Shang Tsung's best warrior, Sub-Zero, seeks out and trains with Earth's greatest champions as he prepares to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Directed by Simon McQuoid, who didn't do anything before this, and we've got Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson, Joe Taslim, Hiroyuki Sonata, and Max Huang in the cast. Um, did you revisit one and two or sorry, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat annihilation? I did. This? Uh, not annihilation. I did watch the okay. first one. Uh, it's, if you remember from our top five video game movies, I had ordered mm-hmm. it and it had not arrived by the time we did that. Yep. I, I watched it and I was actually pretty disappointed. It mm-hmm. was it was very very cheesy. Uh, the effects were really bad, and even the cool scenes that I remembered weren't all that cool. So right. I was it pretty was ninety five. It was right? it's like, very it's a very ninety five movie. So if yeah. you and he, and yes, I had that. I wanted to see if it held up, and I don't think it holds yeah. up uh, as a movie. If you're watching in today, as really cool, but sure. for nostalgia's sake, sure. But it's pretty cheesy. yeah. And I think ninety five is an awkward time. Right, because it's like that transition from practical effects to CGI. Yeah. And so CGI was really, really rough. If I remember right, Goro is practical effects. Yeah. Um so uh, reptile yeah. was CGI. And, and probably pretty bad. It was CGI. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's not surprising to me. Um, so I'll be interested to hear when we get through the end of this whether or not like where you think the original stacks up to this. Because as far as I remember, I think Annihilation's like you know not good. I mean, even below what you think. Whatever you think about Mortal Kombat One, I'm guessing pretty much the bulk of the world puts Annihilation below the first Mortal Kombat. Yeah, from what I remember, Annihilation was almost unwatchable. But I don't want to say that without <laughs> yeah. without revisiting. Sure. And so, after watching the first of ninety five, really it hit me well. I would have just rolled through and watched Annihilation. But I was like, this is actually yeah. pretty bad. And if this is the better one, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd rather rather not. And I and I didn't get into any of the the series because that DVD pack came with the uh, TV series with okay, uh, which is which I think we casually like mentioned that. right, like Michael Jai White. That's that one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I haven't, like I have not aired. seen that. So okay, okay, I haven't either. Um, okay, so I, I do want to say that I felt like the opening to this movie was fantastic. Like, okay, so I, I would say like the first twenty minutes, like I'm like cool. Okay. On that note, they released the first seven minutes prior to uh, oh a, a few days before. So here, here are the I first seven minutes of the movie. You know, a teaser, and a few movies mm. have done that, which I'm not a big fan of that because seven minutes is a good chunk of the movie. But in this case, if you watch it, you'd be like, "Yeah, put the first seven minutes out there, and people are gonna think this movie's freaking awesome." Yeah, um, I didn't know they did that. Uh, one of the big things I remember, big movies I remember doing that. I think somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but. I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan like released the whole Joker heist scene that starts Dark Knight. I, I think that somehow came out before the movie, um, but I did not know that happened with Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm I, actually going to say that's a really smart move. I, I stayed away from it because, I, I mean, we're trying to avoid trailers in general, much less the first right. whole seven minutes of the movie. Um, but after watching it, you know, I'm I'm in the first seven minutes and I'm like, this is going to be the best movie we've seen this year by far. Like yeah. that's that's the pace that it was on. Yep. So I mean, we're in agreement that well, I shouldn't say the first seven minutes is the best seven minutes of the whole movie. Agreed. Yeah. I I mean, and that that goes for everything though. Like it, it's really kind of bizarre. It's it's choreography is better. The way it feels, it doesn't feel like a cheap B movie. Whereas later on we do start to feel like that it it's totally different. I would even make the case that maybe they I I don't know like shot that apart from when they shot everything else, or maybe they shot that as like the spec of what they would want to do with Mortal Kombat. I mean, given they would have gone back and like refined it, but that seemed to have so much more like depth and attention to detail and a better feel in the movie than anything else. Yeah, I would like to know when that was filmed um, because that was for sure the highlight. And you're right, the feel, um, just the camera work, everything. Everything was just so much better in that scene. Which I feel like it had to be an add-on somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even, yeah. even, a, even this is, hey, this is, like you said, this is our vision, and how do we get this made? We're just going to yeah. make this this first part and pitch it to the studio, and they're like, "Yes, make this movie." And then, yeah, another director came in, 
and made the rest of it or <laughs> yeah. something. I, I don't know, but you're yeah. right. There is a distinct different feel um, from the actors, the action, uh, all of it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I guess maybe something else that might be worth talking about before we go in is, I guess, either one of ours history with Mortal Kombat. Because um, I'm hearing and reading a lot of things online that are talking about like, if you were an avid fan of the series, you you notice this or you like this. If you are a true Mortal Kombat fan, blah blah blah. And I, I think maybe we touched on this in our previous episode, but it might be worth repeating again. I know for me personally, like Mortal Kombat was huge when it came out. I played it in arcades. I had it on Super Nintendo. I probably skewed to more of a Street Fighter guy. But in general, like fighting games are not my thing. So while I play them and I enjoy them, I don't go deep on them. I think probably the last Mortal Kombat I owned was Mortal Kombat 2 or 3 on Super Nintendo. So I'm not going to be coming at this from noticing all these Easter eggs kind of thing. Oh, they did this cute little thing with Kano and Sonya over here. That was going to go way over my head. I'm coming at this from probably a very passive pop culture. I'm very much aware of most of the characters of what Mortal Kombat represents, but am not a geeky fan by any imagination. Yeah. And I'm, I'm same boat. Um, I played on Sega Genesis, uh, was my introduction uh, to Mortal Kombat. And I believe I got Mortal Kombat four rings a bell, like, um, that, that I owned. And then, uh, we own the DC versus Mortal Kombat game on Mm -hmm. Xbox. And so uh, I skipped a whole bunch in there and then, then played that one. Uh, you always want to see DC fight Mortal Kombat. Some blood in yeah. there. <laughs> sure. And so um, that's, again, that's, that's the extent of mine. And then I, I had seen, I have seen uh, Annihilation in the first Mortal Kombat movie. But beyond that, uh, I know all the characters that are involved in, in Mortal Kombat. Uh, just from seeing, you know, different promos of the game things that came out there's and i looked it up because i was trying to see how many there were and there's over 50 mortal Mm -hmm. kombat characters and for them to invent one for this movie to be the lead i feel like was (laughs) a mistake Um, right like you you have you truly have 50 to work with and and you just decide to make one up that nobody has any relation to whatsoever you know no emotional ties Uh, i feel like that that was an error jump Okay, and you're referencing Cole Young, the the main yes. Lewis Tan guy. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I kept wondering if, uh, not knowing all the characters, I, I thought maybe they were going to go for like a swerve or something, and like I didn't even bother to look this up to see if like he what he ended up turning into. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. We're, well, we're, okay, hold we, on. we are we are spoiler free, but but I did <laughs> look up to free. see if he was a character in Mortal Kombat, and he is not. And then I, okay. I read. I read after the fact that he was made up strictly for this. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I mean, thought maybe there that... was a new game that he was in and that I missed. Because again, I wasn't a follower of all the games. And, sure. And I was like, oh, I just don't know who this guy is. But no. Right. And I thought maybe the they movie. were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought maybe they were going for like a swerve where like nobody knows who Cole Young is, but then when when events unfold later in the movie, he becomes some character that right. everybody knew. I, I had no idea. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that's odd. I, again, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to give too much away about the plot, but with Mortal Kombat, uh, it, at least in the original games, like it was all about a tournament. I, I think in later games it became, you know, just 
you know, not necessarily fighting in a tournament, fighting outside the tournament. Um, obviously, the tournament in this is, um, it, it's plot-wise, it's centered to the movie, but, you know, how they utilize it was a little bit disappointing to me. Yeah, and, and truly, I don't think they explained it well at all. And I think the, no, wrong, and the no. wrong people in the movie are explaining it. And it, I feel like there is so much world building that this could have been that uh, this could be a, a very interesting and cool universe that they're that they have already that built so many of the characters and and the idea behind it. And watching the first the first seven minutes, I'm like, you know, I wonder, does Mortal Kombat have enough? fan base or following that you could do i'm going to say the marvel formula and mm-hmm. do a scorpion and sub-zero movie on its own and then kind of piece together these characters and then come together for this big fight now i don't know if it has right. enough staying power obviously you have to make that one really cool um, in order to get the next one made but could you think they could have made a a universe out of this i know they're trying to play up sequels but they, I feel like they totally could have done this big universe. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I, I think it like we're almost talking like one extreme to the other, meaning this one decided, I felt like, to play too many cards at once. Mm-hmm. It, it tried, like you said, with the world building, I even think with the number of characters, which I know they're in a tough spot there because if you don't do enough characters, people are going to be like, well, that's why you watch Mortal Kombat for the characters. But I also think you have to be a little bit cognizant of just not dumping it all out there at once and then you're offing people. You know, If you lose four or five people in this movie, uh, if it's a 50-character group, like you said, that we're working with, you, you just lost 10% of your, your characters in the first yeah. movie. Um, I, I also don't know if it, if it can go the way you're saying, if it has enough staying power like sure maybe scorpion and sub-zero have that but do you want to watch a whole kano movie i i, I don't i don't know <laughs> no, um, not, not with that actor but maybe maybe somewhere right. else <laughs> but yeah i i think there's a happy medium I, I think probably between what you're suggesting i i don't think it has the staying power or or the the ability to pull that off i just could, could you get three know. movies in before the tournament do you think that's a long ways to go? I mean, you could probably group some people off, like you said, Scorpion and Sub Zero. Maybe you put Sonya Jax and and Kano in, in a movie together. But I think for movies like that, you have to have like I just don't know how deep the Mortal Kombat mythos goes, right? Like, because mm-hmm. if you're having to just find things for them to do, well, the difference between Marvel is you have a whole comic book platform of plots and storylines you can go down. With Mortal Kombat, you're just going to start inventing stuff. Well, um, the rivalry between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I mean, that truly, I felt like that could have been an entire movie. I, I think so, too. But I think those two are so unique. Everybody knows Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Everybody loves... They're ninjas, so everybody loves them, right? Like, yeah. well, I guess w- technically they made one not a ninja because he was Chinese. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I see your point. They put I, I a think... little thought into it. That's my that's my point. They, 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 <laughs> okay, they yeah, created we can agree this. On that. <laughs> they, they they created this, and they they made one Chinese, one Japanese, and so there's in, you know in the past, and that's a big mm-hmm. that's a rivalry that that's gone on for you know eons. That, right. That they they're kind of playing on that, and I thought that worked really really well. Um, mm-hmm. and I, that in itself could be a whole movie. I'm saying, yeah, you could have Jax and 
and Sonya in the same movie with, you know, a couple other people, but that could be movie two, you know, and you're just sure. kind of building and they could actually have a backstory and compelling characters. Uh, right. Opposed to kind of what, what we got. Uh, I just think yeah. that, I again, I think Sub-Zero and Scorpion could have got the second movie made. Second movie is the most crucial. And sure. then if you promise, maybe the third movie is the tournament. I don't know. But I think yeah. that if you do those really well, um, the way they did the beginning of this, I think uh, I think it could have been a a bigger to do to get to a tournament type thing. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't disagree. I, I just think that probably a more realistic solution is just tone down how much you tried to do in this movie. Um, I, I think they tried to do too much with too many characters, and. I'm not even really sure what we accomplished in this movie besides just introducing a bunch of characters. Like, I don't know where we go from here other than like, Oh, we're still plotting forward to a a, a tournament, you know, like you're right. I I think there just wasn't enough thought and care. It's again, it seemed like it in the first seven minutes, (laughs) but then after that, it just shifts towards, you know, okay, we're in full, it, it honestly felt like the 90s Mortal Kombat movie to me. It was just kind of haphazard. It was all over the place. Um, you're just kind of throwing characters into situations to, to you know, to have them randomly fight in one-off places instead of some cohesive story that's moving them along. Uh, I mean, th- th- it's just, ga- it gave up on the plot seven minutes in is what happened. Yeah, and and truly, I don't even know what the tournament is about. I mean, they, they mention, right. uh, you know, they win one more. You know, and it's <laughs> yeah. and then it's the slave world. I I don't understand how this set up or why this is or anything like that. Uh, right. And the it seemed like they have two people in the or two groups in the tournament, but there are other groups that they kind of mention that that are out there also. Yeah. That that that's such more interesting thing that they could have hinted on or talked about or done than than what what they did here because I felt like. That's the interesting part of ex- explain yeah. <laughs> explain this a little bit more. You know, have Lord Raiden sit down and and he be the one saying what the heck is going on. You right. know, uh, I it's just not that- yeah, it's not very hard. I mean, a lot of movies have that right where when they first get the group of heroes together, the the main leader of them, in this case Raiden, you know, starts to tell a story. You know, two thousand years ago, blah blah blah. Which I mean, it's cheap, it's templative, but at least I I. I I don't think you should just forego it. You got to have something in its place. Yeah, th- there is a quick um, four or five lines at the beginning of the movie that were that you read uh, that mm-hmm. didn't tell you anything. Uh, you you got a little exposition from one character who shouldn't know anything about this, and then <laughs> right. uh, and then uh, the bad guys talked a little bit about it. I mean, that's that's yep. all all you got, and you really didn't get. I really didn't get it. So yeah. And, and I know it, and that's the thing is, is uh, as I know it, and I didn't get it. Like yeah. I, I've heard this story many <laughs> times, and, yeah. and I didn't get what they were what they were doing there. And so that's uh, that's what's disappointing to me is that's the cool part of it, is these yeah. other dimensions and other worlds, and they're fighting in this tournament. But yep, we didn't get I there. I agree with you there. There's a couple other things I want to dive into in the spoiler section that plot wise I I just don't like. Um, not saying it was. I don't know. I'm not saying it was good or bad. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, I, I think just overall, I, I think where I'm at is that um, it, it just it just missed the mark for me. 
And not only did it miss the mark storytelling wise, even the action I felt like was just okay. Like the fight scenes weren't anything special. They they honestly kind of felt like they were out of the nineties as well. Like we 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 talked about this. Action and movies and fight sequences have just evolved in the last thirty years. There's a different bar for I felt like nobody with Bob Odenkirk had better action scenes than Mortal Kombat, which is all there should be in Mortal Kombat is fighting. It's only fighting. Yeah. Right? Um, then I also felt like there was just a level of which some of the scenes looked really, really laughable. With Shang Tsung doing some things and where he was in, in Outworld, it looked like the cheapest set on a green screen. I, I don't. The, the quality of movie was very, very poor. Budget had to come into play here at some point uh, because it's obvious. It, it looks it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there are things that you didn't need to do in this movie uh, to build the fan base that mm-hmm. you could cut out and say, we don't have the budget to make that look good. Yep. Let's, let's remove that. That that's maybe two if this hits, <laughs> you know, hits really well. Um, <laughs> right. And we, we could try to bring that in and, you know, WB steps up and gives us more money. But this, uh, but, but you're you're right. I agree with everything you said. That the action scenes it starts off like this is gonna be, this is gonna be it, and mm-hmm. they figured it out. They got it. And then even the end scene, you know, we we got really Scorpion and, and Sub Zero fighting, you know, both times, beginning and end, bookend mm-hmm. are are the best action scenes of the movie, and that yep. may be of who they cast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but you got to think the director would have seen what they did there and then try to translate that a little bit to the other fights and, and didn't. Yeah. Cause they, again, they just I, had a different feel. Yep. And, and I will say before we move on to, to spoilers that if I'm going to give this movie any kind of compliment, it would be that in a mortal Kombat movie, you expect blood and fatalities and, um, R rating and stuff like that. And I, I do think they at least played to that factor, right? They, they tried to put fatalities in there. They tried to have gore and blood, whether you thought it looked cheesy or corny, I mean, whatever, some of the things that you're going to do in a mortal Kombat movie are probably going to look a little cheesy and corny, but there there's cussing, there's vulgarity, there's the fatalities. So that component, they at least kept in. They said they pushed it to as far as they could to still be a theatrical release. Okay. Uh, they said they're, they're, on the line of the NC 17 and they pulled it back <laughs> just, just enough to where they could release it. So, but yeah, but that's, what but that, that's what you want with a, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what that says about me that like, I would not have thought that that was close to NC 17. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I don't know what puts it over that edge to be honest. Like, right. What we saw versus what's the, at least in violence wise, you know, what could be the next level there? Right. To, to, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you have any other uh, spoiler-free thoughts before we throw out some ratings and uh, move on to, to spoilers? Uh, well, this this may or may not be a spoiler, but I do feel like Trailer Guy did his job because I do feel oh, for like sure. he cherry-picked literally the best scenes in the movie and put them in the trailer. Yeah. And then if you were saying, what are the best scenes? Watch the two-minute trailer. And that's, yeah. that, that's it. That's it. Uh, I don't think there's anything that I was like, you know what? That was really cool that he, he or she pulled out of the movie. 
So I do think uh, yeah. old old trailer guy hit, hit the mark, got people excited. Um, maybe he got them too excited, <laughs> but uh, but he, you know, he cheeks in the seats, right? That that's that's the job. We sat down, yep. we watched it. So I adding on to that, I will say there is one shot in particular that um, I, I won't give away what it is. Uh, or what it becomes, but there's a shot in the trailer of the fire dragon that I thought yep. was really cool, and I remember seeing it and thinking like, "Oh wow, man! I wonder, I wonder what that's going to be in the movie." Um, and I will say what they did with it in the movie, I was disappointed. Like when when it a- happened in the movie, I was like, "Oh, that that's what it was." Okay, okay. See, and I do want a, another spoiler free piece is I do like the cast, so the, there's no random you know Christopher Lambert in here. You know, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I feel like all the people they cast and even the costumes of everybody who was practical effect, everybody looked like I felt they should look. Agreed. And so uh, I thought they did a good job there. I thought they did a good job with the costumes. Um, Kano was my only one that I was like, uh, this guy, this guy I probably wouldn't have cast. But uh, yeah. other than that, I I felt like everybody hit it. You know, uh, Cabal looked looked good. He's a very easy one mm-hmm. to, to screw up. Um, I thought all the the bad guys looked looked like they were supposed to look and yeah, looked real uh, outside of sure. Toro. Um, that, that's, uh, uh, yeah, there was a few like Natara, the the one that flies. I, I don't know, the little too CGI for me. Um, I was I was fine with that one and the the, the one with the mouth. Uh, the yeah, her I, I I forget her name. Um. I thought they did. Her, she looked really good. Um, um, I I did. So Kano in particular, uh, you know, the guy is an over was an over actor. I I, I thought maybe they should have got somebody with some bulk, some definition to I them. I agree. Okay. Um, I kind of felt like everybody sort of, I don't know, could could have been a little a buffer. I guess is that weird? I mean, Luke Kang was kind of was okay. Jax was a pretty big guy. I don't know. I guess maybe it was just Kano. But in hindsight, I felt like you know. I don't know. I guess I, w- I want to be in awe of some of these people. They don't all have to be big. I'm just saying, like like Rip. But like I said, it's probably probably just Kano. I just that he he reminded <laughs> yeah. me of like a coked out Bennett. Like I kind of like looked at him and I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, you're not really. I mean, if you didn't have an accent and you weren't vulgar, would I really? I'm not impressed with you. Yeah, yeah. You you. There's nothing like. It's just a guy off the street. I'm I'm not scared yeah. of you. You're supposed to be this scary tough guy, you know. And I don't. Yeah. I don't think you're anything cool, you know? And so, yeah. and even what they did with him, you know, he doesn't look like the Kano that, that we know and love. Uh, right. You know, cause that's the metal face and you know, right. that, that piece that that's what makes Kano cool. If you're not going to go yeah. that route, then yep. your actor better I agree. be cool. So, I agree. uh, beyond him, um, I thought again, everybody else was cast well and that, that can definitely hinder a movie like this. Uh, sure. If you don't, hit that piece. so yeah uh, i will say i would give them okay uh all right before we jump into spoilers then what uh what are you landing at on this what's your rating i'm at a i'm at a three wow i know uh i'm at a three because i do think it is an above average it's definitely an above average video game movie so we just mm. we did our top five video game movies 
I think it's above average. And I do want to ask you where it ranks in your top five because we did that a couple couple months ago, our top five video in anticipation of this. Um, this is, it made my top five video game movies, which is a high bar, as we discussed in that episode, uh, but it definitely didn't get to number one. Okay. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, four or five. But I thought they did enough. There were, there's enough cool parts in it to where it's better than a lot of these movies. So right. I, I gave it a three. It's watchable. I liked parts of it. I didn't like it necessarily as a whole. Yeah. Um, I gave it a two. I just flat two. out didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, besides that first seven minutes, it was just all downhill. And it got when a movie progressively just feels like it starts to get worse and worse as it goes on, it's just not an enjoyable experience. So, yeah. I mean, they tried to save it at the end with another Scorpion Sub-Zero fight. But by that time, I'm just kind of annoyed. Like I said, I felt like it was cheaply made. Uh, it was telling a story I didn't care about. It was telling a story that I didn't think was the right one it should be telling. So it just wasn't a good experience for me. I mean, it, that doesn't mean it's not in my top five because I think, as we talked about, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 1 was my number one. It's a two-and-a-half-star movie for me. So, yeah, it's probably in my top five just because there's not a lot of video game movies made. And at some point, you're just kind of picking the elements, the best elements out of the worst movies when you're talking video game movies. Um, so it probably would land in there for me somewhere, but it'd just be a coin flip as to where. So uh, two and a half, if what we're saying is like an average movie, I felt like this was below average. It had below average effects, had below average cast, had below average plot. The only thing above average to it was the first seven minutes. And then even some of the Scorpion Sub-Zero stuff that they do throughout the movie just starts to feel a little stupid. Like, I don't know, I, I don't know just wasn't my thing. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I wish I could come back and say, like, look, all that, all the fight scenes were amazing. Everything else sucked. So, but the fight scenes alone get it to a three. But it's not even that. So, better than the original? Are you saying no. not? No, no. Uh, I I think it. I think it's arguably a very similar movie, just made uh, almost thirty years later without. <laughs> learning anything in the last 30 years. You know you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's like it felt like at times to me they took Mortal Kombat from 95 and dropped it in 2021 and like obviously updated, you know, effects and stuff like that, but like didn't really evolve any plot, didn't take on any new choreography. It just kind of it's like if the 95 movie was made right now, this is what you get. And so that that's what irritated me. Yeah, no, I I hear you. Um yeah. I mean, this the story alone, it it's it's unimaginative, and yeah. it, and it's not well told. Even even if it's a basic what they want to do, it's not well told. So, yeah. and there's a couple of times too. Like I don't know if you caught this, and I, I I was struggling to stay awake a little bit during this, but there's a couple like weirdly edited things where I think at one point we we, we are taken to Shang Tsung and. He's like covered in dirt or something like that. It's almost like something had happened, and you know they they decided to cut something. But I, it was just weird. It was a weird thing where I was like, "Why is he all covered in dirt?" And I'm sure it's just. An, I remember thinking to myself at the time, like they had to have edited something out. They had to cut a scene that we're not seeing now because why else would he just be covered in like dirt and soot like this? So I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, I think there may have been some editing down of the story that made it even worse, even though I don't think there was a good story there, but I don't think the editing did it any favors, I bet. 
Are you calling for a director's cut right now? <laughs> no. The Mortal I mean, I'm sure there will cut? be. I, I'm sure somebody's going to want it. The the McCoyd cut? I don't, uh, I don't know. Is that the director? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Simon that, McCoyd. That, uh, not McQuaid. No, I wish. Yeah. Okay, well, I have some specifics that I want to jump into, so I think, uh, I think spoiler time? Spoiler time. All right, let's go. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Okay, so first thing. Um, lack of Mortal Kombat knowledge here, but I did not enjoy the marking of the fighters and or the discovery of their, you know, quote-unquote powers. I, I do not like either of those. Their chief, Ar- 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 the Arcana, the Ar- Arcana, Arcana, whatever they were calling it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with the marking. Um, I don't know how I feel. And uh, no, I was I was okay with the marking, and I was okay if you kill somebody who's supposed to be a champion, then you got the mark. I'm okay with that. That makes sense. Okay, to me. hold on. Time out. Was that ever explained, or is or are you just assuming that? No, Jax talked about it. How he killed the okay. guy in the driving in the car. He killed the guy, and then he got the mark on his on his body. It doesn't okay. explain why Cole had it, other than it's his lineage. He was right. born with it. Okay, because um, I I must have missed that little tidbit because when it went from Kano to Sonya, I was like, what? What are we? What are we doing here? Like it just moves. Okay, so yes, you you missed you missed that because that was explained, okay. and then Kano called him out. Uh, called Sonya out earlier of that's why you don't have a mark because you don't have the balls to kill somebody. Okay. And so that that's why when they fought in the desert. I don't I don't was. like I don't like anything I don't like anything about it. I don't like the birthmark. I don't like if you can inherit it. I don't like uh that you can then discover powers inside of you. I I am I I don't know. I it's not it's weird that, that the mark is what gives you your powers. Apparently. Right. Um, and I get that it's unlocking to, like something unique to you. I get it, but uh, ugh. so back to uh, Jax. If he had his arms, what would that have done yeah. to him? <laughs> they just become mechanical, anyways. They become mechanical arms. <laughs> just okay. Well, and and building on that a little bit, why did you come up with a way for Jax to get? metal arms but not Kano to get his metal yeah. plate in his See, like and then that's where I thought them going to this temple and they mention yeah. getting healing from other worlds I thought yeah. okay metal arms metal plate in his face you know right. that that's where I was going I was like this all okay this is how that happens but then right. they they only did one which well and all they would have had to have done was when he got scratched in the face by a reptile yep. is just have it removed his eye or something right like, they, right they were like right there and all you had to do was like write that one extra line and That's, you were there i was i was looking at his scratched face and i'm like like well, like you said, his, his eye was still there. I'm like, well, that's not enough to put a whole metal plate on your face. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I go. Does he have to get hit exactly there again? Right. <laughs> or yeah. maybe they'll say the reptile's poison, but it didn't. Like, uh, yeah. You know, I thought the same thing. Something. I but. I guess there's just that's one of those things where I guess when I'm watching Mortal Kombat and I know what I'm getting into, like I've never wondered 
how or why Sub Zero got his powers, or how or why Jacks. I mean, maybe Jacks has metal arms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to know that this little badge that they get birthmark gives them then like superpowers that they can unlock. I would rather almost just be more mystical than that. Um, like well, Luke and, Kane and can all, do some all cool them, stuff because all of them were mystical until you got to Jacks. All of a sudden, he can build yeah. metal, his arms into more metal. Like that doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Well, but and then Sonya's though, like she now has rings on her arms that produce shoot magic. Sure, right. I'm like, okay with. Like I'm okay Luke, with hers. The, <laughs> right, like the Liu Kang one. I get like, okay, you're you're a monk and you went and trained in this special technique. You have this fireball. You can do cool. Uh, Raiden, like I don't think anybody's going to question Raiden and, on and that. He's a god, and so he's different. Right. So I I just you know they get Kano angry and that causes them to have a laser eye because of the thing. It's just, it, it felt really, really clunky. Um, I just didn't like it. I, again, I would have preferred, and we talked about this in the preview episode, go very, very much more tournament style, go blood sport style, go end of karate kid style. Like I, I want to see an actual tournament. I guess maybe you don't have to do it in this movie, but if if you're not going to do it in this movie, I feel like you need to scale everything back a lot. Like you need to cut the characters by half. I wouldn't introduce Goro in this. I wouldn't have Shang Tsung sucking souls in this one. I would keep the the mystical powers down to like Raiden and maybe Liu Kang. You know what I mean? Like uh cuz you can give Kano some kind of military device that does. Jack's can have metal arms without that. You know what I'm saying? Like Right. I would have kept it much, much more small and compact and waited to like started expanding those powers as you go through like another movie or something. But this just dumped you in everything like full tilt. Yeah, because and truly, I never played as Sonya, but I, I remember her just having a gun. I don't remember her having <laughs> any any powers. So that that was weird. I'm sure she's evolved since since. I, I remember playing <laughs> right. with her. Um, and I'm like, what is that? And, and my wife's in there. She's like, I don't remember her doing it. Like, I mean, me neither. Um, her doing anything. And so that, yeah. that was weird to me. But no, I, I agree with you. Because the only person that you had to do anything with. Uh, yeah. It, it, I'm just thinking. You even killed. You sent uh, Scorpion down to, to hell. And so he's a resurrected demon. So why can he spit mm-hmm. fire while well, he's a freaking demon? You know, right. and so and Sub Zero has been alive for hundreds of years. So, and he already had this power that trained. We don't know why. I'm okay with it. Right. Not knowing why, mm-hmm. he just he just has that. You're right. Yeah, no, you're right. I yeah. I just uh, I would have preferred Raiden going around recruiting Earth's finest warriors somehow. I mean, again, I'm not saying that this is anything original. Like we see this in tons and tons of different movies, but I would have preferred that than like the 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 badges. I, I agree with you about Cole Young. I don't know why you introduce somebody new when you don't need it. Um, And then you give him wholly unoriginal powers. Um, And I'm not even sure I fully understand. I think he's, I think he's made of, of metal and he can absorb. He basically has black Panther (laughs) suit vibranium. Yep. Kind of. I, I got it as, as he was punched while he was hurt, he could use and rechannel that punch. Yeah. So basically a vibranium suit. And then some Which they, they didn't even come close to making that look like it was his skin. Meaning like up around his neck, you just see he was wearing some kind of like almost turtleneck kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was like, God, you didn't even try and make this well, look the, right. Well, they said it was armor. 
Okay, so it's not like it's his skin that it's transformed. Like it's like it, a... it armor covers him somehow. Okay. Power. Okay. Yeah. And, and again, that's you know we talk uh, diverting you know to mutants and X Men and some powers that you're born with makes sense. Mm-hmm. That could be of the natural world. Being able to control mechanical objects doesn't make sense that you'd be born with that. You know the, the things that like, that wouldn't make sense. Being able to control metal. Sure, being able to control mm-hmm. it or turn something into a vehicle, you know, that's your mutant power. That doesn't make any sense. And I feel like that's right. where Jack's arms are. I feel like creating a metal armor on top of your skin, like none of that part, none right. of that makes sense. Being able to control fire, elemental, maybe, okay. Sure. You know, I, I can I can bend bend that way, but some just, right. Jack's didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's kind of weird that like a random ancient temple can produce like metal arms that he yeah. can then use. Like, I mean, I think there's a different way to go with a couple of those guys than having it all be mystical, right? I mean, so, Jackson Kano could have been military experiments and then boom, easy enough, done. Done. Yeah. And yeah. And I think they, uh, I'm okay with the mark. I'm okay with killing somebody in the mark transferring. You know, that's what gets you to this mystery. I'm okay with that, but I don't. I'm in full agreement of you. The mark shouldn't give you special powers. Mm-hmm. So. Well, especially if they're ones that don't even make sense. Like, why does the mark give Sonya armbands that can then shoot things versus, you know, being able to be Throw stronger? Or, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it was just so disappointing in the, in the sense that everything I wanted it to do, it didn't do. Like, the, the the way they just arbitrarily start to fight each other in the end, I, I forget how it happens, but it's just like they decide, okay, now we got to go fight these guys, and Raiden teleports them to all these different locations to break them up and, and have these one-on-one fights, even though it's not the tournament. <laughs> yeah, just well, he it's says, weird. Uh, Cole says, you wanted a tournament, or they didn't want a tournament, but let's give them one, and let's yeah, pair right. off. And like, but, this yeah. is, but it's not the tournament. I was like, no. I... So we're just going to fight these guys randomly. And I think the biggest piece that I know I feel like you're going to have trouble with and what I had trouble with is that they cut away from every fight to go to the other fights, yep. you know? And so we're just, we're moving from this fight to this fight to this fight, not really getting a sense of the fight at all. Nope. Um, and right. while the choreography I think was okay, uh, because it jumped, we weren't getting that full grasp. Like I think yeah. uh Luke Kane versus uh um uh, Cabal, I think that was a pretty well choreographed, cool looking fight if you stop cutting away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh I thought the things that Cabal was doing and the fireballs and you know, whatever uh whatever they were doing there, I, I thought it looked really cool in those split second scenes, but then I was cut back to Kano, you know, lasering off a hand, you know, yeah. of the statue and I like, well, this, yep. is, this part's dumb, but I, yeah, I think they, I, I agree they, with. You. Yeah, yeah, I think it was there. You're right. I mean, it it. I felt like it was jump cutty inside of the own, its own fight. So even when it stayed with the fight, there was too many cuts. You know, you can't get a. They're, they're hiding something, right? These either choreography wasn't where they wanted it, or they're just going to cover it with some cuts. But then you're right. On top of that, they were cutting in between all these fights, and I think. One of the ways you get around that is you do an actual tournament where you're focusing on, you know, one little fight at a time. And I think I mentioned this before, but there are several movies where not only do you have tournaments, but there's uh, specifically some, you know, martial arts movies I've watched where the tournament 
or, or the fighting competitions that happen, it's like, okay, first fighter up is I'm choosing Kano. Okay, well, then who would I use to combat Kano? I would pick this guy. And you can kind of have Raiden and Shang Tsung picking their fighters um, to go up against one another. And then, you know, it's building towards something. Uh, like, I guess I just don't understand why if it's all about a tournament. Like, I'm not saying you have to have it in the first movie, but so, like, so I yours, think isn't a, towards it. yours isn't a bracket. Yours is more of a chess match. Well, I think it's still a bracket play kind of, but yeah, I think it becomes more of like, okay, I'm going to use this fighter to counter this fighter and this fighter to counter this fighter. But then that next round is going to have to be, now I got to figure out who I'm going to go against this. And I I think it's kind of, I've seen it work in a couple of different ways that I just don't understand why you wouldn't lean into that a little bit more. And you can, uh, there's always ways of like, I know it's supposed to be the ninth out of 10th tournament or 10th out of 10th tournament, but you know, you could still elongate and have another tournament in the next movie but i guess with mortal Kombat, i'd just be more worried about getting the first one right instead of just assuming we're gonna have three or four more especially if in the first one you're dumping in 20 characters and killing off five of them and you haven't even got to the tournament like sub-zero and scorpion are gone uh you know nobody cares about cole young so like you know i mean we're like we're losing the number of good characters that we care about already well they're not gone because he said at the end death is just a doorway to another so, oh, sure. great. So now the doorway to another dimension, and we have Goro and Sub Zero back. Yeah. Mm. I'm clever. I mean, I, I would have. Shang Tsung should not have sucked anybody's soul. Um, you know, I, that should be. I know, we know he does it, but it was one, it was, it looked really terrible. It was just randomly thrown in, and that's just something I would, I would have kept back a little bit. Well, at least he took the right guy's soul, because the guy throwing <laughs> a hat can only go so far. I think. Yeah. You, you, you've right. done all his tricks. You know, yeah. you did the razor blade on the ground. He's he's done for this and future movie. You yep. know, there's, oh, he threw it and cut off a guy's arm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. That, that's all he can do. So, yes. Yep. Yes, if you're going to kill somebody off, have him killed off. Who you don't kill off is Goro on Earth. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, what a waste. The only person he fights he loses to. I mean, yeah. I know he's the hero of the story, but we don't even know who Goro is at this point. You know, I'm gonna keep, a, I'm gonna keep coming back to Bloodsport. Goro should have been Chong Li, right? He yeah. should have been destroying people in a tournament format and like be absolutely petrified of the guy. There was a giant statue of the guy. You know, mm-hmm. we we like, oh wow, and he had four swords. He didn't right. bring four swords with him. You know, it's like why why we just set him up to to die and i hope that there was things cut out but he he fought no one and right. e- even just tease him with the damn shadow mm-hmm. of glad you're here and then never show him in this movie that and you, you show the statue you show the shadow and he's not in the, in the rest of this right. movie um, yeah i i just recently caught a bit of ragnarok and goro should have been like what hulk is on sakar right it's he's the champion of champions who can't be beat um that every one of our earth fighters is afraid of like he's just mm-hmm. looming in the background. But I think the other problem is like how really cool or strong does Goro seem when you're already seeing people soul sucking um, a lady flying around with wings, somebody with acid blood. You know what I mean? Like you dump so many other characters into this that like you then lose perspective on like you, you kind of start to wonder, you know, we've talked about this before in movies, but like what's the, what's the power rankings here? Because right. If I'm getting Goro, or I'm going to fight the chick with wings, or a reptile who can go invisible and has acid blood or whatever, uh, I might take my chances on Goro. Right. But if you don't play all those cards at once, 
leave more of the mystical stuff to other movies, then the first one really becomes Goro is this champion of champions that we have to go beat. And he's won a thousand fights undefeated exactly you know, for a thousand years or something. <laughs> you know, yes. You want to go yeah. that route with him. Exactly. He's Chong Lee killed a guy yeah. in last year's tournament, you know, like it, well, killed everybody. Well, yes, that right. But you see what I'm saying? You take you take the blood sport formula and yeah. you just ratchet it up, but you don't go to the nth degree. So I actually think they probably think they did a really good job of setting up a universe and setting up multiple movies. I actually think they did a terrible job. Terrible. I agree. I agree. I thought they they limited themselves greatly by what they did. Yep. And it doesn't there's the sequel, the only thing is okay, who are they gonna cast as Johnny Cage? And based yeah. on their casting choices so far, it's nobody I've ever heard of before, which is mm-hmm. fine. Uh, right. It's a no name, but but there's no anticipation there of okay, what's Johnny Cage going to do? Then we're going to go fight the tournament, is that, right? Oh. Yeah, uh, but then you also don't have a sense of who the bad guy like really is because Goro's dead. I guess you you know it's Shang Tsung, but he was so not scary or not threatening that. I don't really know. And then I know in the, the only thing I know beyond that is like Shokan, but he hasn't been introduced yet. Um, they showed a picture of him on the wall. Okay. I might've missed that. that but... One of the, the cave paintings walking through. Oh, okay. Ex- explaining the, the other worlds. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's uh, we've mentioned these other worlds. So why does just, again, I don't understand the, the bracket of the tournament. Are we only <laughs> fighting Outworld? And then that goes on to another, another bracket if we lose then they take over and they move on like i I don't and what are we fighting for ultimately i don't know does earth take over outworld how does that work all of a sudden there are slaves yeah and i guess if this was one of the like you know we're on the ninth or the 10th out of 10th tournament we've lost nine in a row whatever and those paintings on the cave wall was was the original fight between sub-zero and scorpion part of the tournament i didn't get the impression that it was i got the impression that that was just sub-zero killing his family right because of a clan rivalry or something right yeah so that's, so. That's, yeah i mean they both had uh, yeah. the marks at the time so yeah I, I, I don't know man i just disappointing i i didn't enjoy it overall uh, i you, and again it's it's hard to watch a movie like this where i kind of have a predetermined idea of what i think it should be and I don't mind if it goes different and if it goes well. I mean, I'd be the first one to admit and say, oh, they went a different direction. Kudos to them. They did well. But to me, they went a different direction and almost every different direction they went than what my expectation was, I felt personally was not a good one. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. Uh, Sub-Zero should have killed Cole's family. Mm-hmm. And when he froze them and he came back and showed up at their house, you're like, oh, he's going to do the same thing he did to Scorpion. Just mm-hmm. murdered his wife and kid. That's yeah. that's I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. That's what should have happened. He showed up. Wife and kid are dead. Why are they still alive in the ice? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. know, he killed Scorpion's family like that. They, they were just dead immediately. I know, you know? man. He, he should have killed them. And I didn't even know that was his daughter until I thought that was like his little sister. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. The whole family dynamic was really weird because even like, uh, yeah, the wife and the daughter just it didn't it didn't look right. Yeah, I, well, when he said, oh, she's the cut man, you know, and the other girl's taping him up, I didn't realize they had any relation whatsoever. And then they were, e- they were eating together afterwards. I'm like, okay, maybe that's his little sister, and she also has the blood of Scorpion. You yeah. know, and that's where I'm, so I, that's where my brain's going. And then I don't think it was until 
you know, halfway through the, when he goes back and she calls him dad mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. Oh, okay. I was like, is he old enough to have a teenager? You know, cause he looked younger than he is. Yeah. Um, but, but it was, uh, <laughs> I was just confused about the whole dynamic, but either way, they all should have died by, by Sub-Zero and yeah. then given him a little I extra mean, umph. You could truly delete Cole Young out of this movie. And I'm not sure you lose anything. Well, you definitely lose Goro, which I think helps. Well, I, what I'm saying is, if you well, true, that's a good point. I was almost just meaning like, like his the, the whole lineage thing. I mean, it doesn't really come full circle in any kind of cool way. I mean, what did just you bring really, Scorpion in, back? Is the only thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, what what did you really gain by having any of the Cole Young plotline, like any of it that couldn't have been just swapped out for one of the existing characters? No, I, I agree. Nothing. I mean, especially yep. with Sonya, because Sonya, Sonya's angle is almost more interesting than Cole's because she's not branded or doesn't have the mark. So or, like, you almost tell the story from that angle, and then when she gets the mark, it's a really cool big moment. But Cole, Cole in this like lineage that he can't be good at, I, no, no. We're going to come back to Sonya here in a minute, but I think they could have easily gone a almost Ghost Rider-esque route with Scorpion. Sure. Uh, made a deal as he was dying type of thing to when yep. it was his time to come back for the tournament that he now has Hellfire and whatnot. I mean, he's somehow controlled Hellfire anyway. I mean, he doesn't right. need his, his uh, lineage to bring him back with a knife. He's like, okay, I made this deal. I've been down there for mm-hmm. 200 years, however long, <laughs> yeah. however long that's been. He's like, I'm ready to fight now. And all of a sudden, you have Scorpion back. So, yeah, you're right. You didn't need Cole there. But Sonya, we've pieced together that this is a tournament across multiple dimensions. Mm-hmm. And Sonya figures this out. <laughs> yeah. And it's called oh. Mortal Kombat. Like, why is Sonya the one telling us this? Like, like that is that is Raiden. That is, that is Raiden. I, you are the one who knows all this. You tell us. Sonya right. could have just been trying to figure out these people are dying or trying to say something. She doesn't yeah. need to know the whole backstory of these other dimensions and this tournament. And you've been marked. And all I right. know is that Mark, his mark transferred to me as Jax. So we don't know what this is about, but we try and track down these people. I'm okay with that side, but the fact that she knows yeah. pieced all this together in multiple dimensions and the ninth we've lost nine and ten does something, you know, I had Yeah. I didn't like her her wall of research. No. And that, and that's what I mean by saying I feel like her and uh Cole uh having both of them is just unnecessary. Like I can understand trying to tell the story of somebody who's been tracking these deaths, etc., trying to put together the piece of the puzzle of Mortal Kombat. I guess separately I can understand if you're going the lineage angle and stuff like that. But to me, having both was just weird. It's like they couldn't decide on which way they wanted to tell the story. But then you layer in the fact that Liu Kang tells you a bunch and Raiden tells you a bunch. Like It's just it needed a cohesive way for the story to evolve. And I think we got like four different characters just kind of spewing stuff at you about different aspects of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, um, Liu Kang would have been a great narrator to that well mm-hmm. you know to explain yeah. what's going on i did not need that from sonya because it doesn't make right. sense no sonya's not... character was actually terrible yeah i just I'm, I'm okay with everything they did with her except for the fact that she knew all this like why yeah and then that she got you know purple beams <laughs> exactly yeah so um i i mean they already had sub-zero kill one family 
and I know that we want to have a happy ending of some sorts, but it, it's Mortal Kombat. We don't need a happy ending. Right. You won, yeah. but you also lost. I mean, I, right. I'm okay with that narrative. You don't have to leave going, right. yeah. You know, it's more of, oh, Sub-Zero's a badass. He's going to kill you and your family. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, that's how it could have left it. Oh, he just froze them, and then you can punch them out of ice eventually. Yeah. Like, that's his go-to is punching. I would have thought, break them. But he's just sitting there punching the wall of ice that his, his daughter's yeah. in. Because <laughs> it yeah. looks cool. It looks, yeah. And so I, I, he just should have killed him. Mm-hmm. Or not yeah, getting there at all. Well, because I mean, the, the, there's no need to revisit it if they do a Mortal Kombat two. You don't. I, I don't think you need to revisit the Cole family angle, right? They're, and they probably won't. They'll probably yeah. just have Cole out fighting with everybody else. So if you're going to drop the family angle anyway, then just dro- drop it. Yeah, in the movie. Why? You don't need prophecy or lineage or right anything like that. Nope. I mean, Scorpion's free. He said, "Thanks for freeing me." So mm-hmm. he's out there. He doesn't need you yep. anymore. I... Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 frustrating that people come up with this. Like that's and I know we're just two guys who watch movies and don't actually put one together, but I feel yep. like we put one together a lot on the fly here often. Sure. With a better just overall plot than what sure. we keep getting from these already established franchises. Yep. I I don't know. Disappointing coming from WB, HBO, a lot of a lot of I guess a good trailer. You know, I think people had hopes that we're re- we're revisiting this thirty years later. Um just didn't do anything for me. I'm well, disappointed. No, I want I want a caveat as well of I wouldn't have come up with the Chinese Japanese rivalry two hundred years ago to introduce Sub Zero and Scorpion. So whoever mm-hmm. came up with that, brilliant. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Love how that all played out. Uh, and then you start making the main part of the script, and somebody's got to say, "Hold on, that part's that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Keep keep this. That sucks. Let's rewrite this." Yep. Uh, I I don't know if it's just a factory of let's just get something out there and people pay to go watch it, or if they're actually trying to make a good a good franchise. I feel like the people that are going to be involved with it are going to try and make a good franchise. I just feel like uh, I don't know. It, seems it just that, felt like trying to do too much at once. And maybe this is a four-hour cut. And it all makes sense if there are four hours of this. You yeah, know? I maybe. Know. There, there's a chance at that. But I, I think there's some core pillars of what we got that are just inherently flawed that stacking yeah. more on top of it's not going to make it feel much better. In explaining the tournament? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> cut that scene out. Uh-huh. So... Um, Okay. Well, I don't really, I, I mean, I think normally with our questions, you know, we talk about our favorite things, what we change. I, I kind of feel like we've batted those over the head a lot in this episode. Um, well, I mean, the best, the best scene was the first seven minutes, right? Yes. Yep. But the, I think the best moment was when Scorpion came back and they played the music. Sure. So that was I, good. I'm like, okay, there's the Mortal Kombat music. That's what I wanted to hear. They kind of hinted at it a little earlier, but they, they yeah. went, they went into it. Uh, scorpion i still think the best moment is when we got in the trailer i mean the stabbing somebody with their own frozen blood is fantastic oh yeah i meant that that was the intro to that fight yeah okay to, to okay. that piece but you hit, you hit the music you're going now do i think i don't think the music was appropriate at all during your as far <laughs> really? as mood goes but i no, but i loved it, it so i was, I was, yeah. I was like like well that's a little yeah especially when yeah. you have somebody coming for vengeance and yeah yep. and his whole but 
I'll I'll take it. Okay. Um, I, I am interested to hear your answer to this question. So I I think we could probably skip most of them. But uh, do you have a recommendation for people? So like, if they liked this movie, what would you also like? So I went uh, a lot of different ways with this, and I landed at one that probably has no relevance whatsoever. So that's I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, I went fighting. What in the world is fighting? With Channing Tatum. I I've never heard of this movie. Well, I can't say that I recommend it. Um, I own it. I've seen it once, and it's more of a tournament type Lionheart okay. type movie. Okay, but I felt, and it's been ten years since I've seen it. Um, but I was trying to come up with a good fighting movie where I felt like the chore uh, the choreography was good. Um, and you know, my mind was going to like the raid and, you know, things like that sure. where the beginning of this movie started. Um, because I don't think if you liked this movie, uh, you would like some of the other video game movies as we've discussed. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're just, it's just not there. I don't think there's yeah. a translation there. If you like this, yeah, you're like a bunch <laughs> of other crap, you know, right. but, and so I was trying to look at fighting movies. And I was like, you know what? I remember kind of liking it. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'll bring it up on the podcast, and uh, people can watch. Uh, people can watch fighting with Channing Tatum. Well, see wow. Tates, see Tates in a Lionheart style movie. Um, yeah, I'm shocked that I have not heard of this before, but I, I'm not sure I want to go uh, diving into it. And clearly, <laughs> you know, I, I, part of it is um, <clears throat> if you're gonna call a movie fighting, I, I just how much effort did you really put into this? Oh, like, hold, hold, you hold on a second. Here's the box. It looks like it's a DVD multi-pack. It is. It does look like that. The cover does look like that. It's got Terrence Howard, which I didn't remember he was in. Mm. And, uh, and and this is the unrated version of, of fighting. Uh, Let's get some and action-packed, says Pete Hammond from Hollywood.com. So you know that's good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Small-town boy, Sean MacArthur. Knows firsthand that every day in New York City is a struggle to survive. So, I mean, there you go. Okay. There you go. And it's it got comparisons to Lionheart is what I heard. That's that's what I said. <laughs> uh, okay, so I went um, in a... Uh, you'll see the connection here. Um, partially because I've been watching this movie nonstop lately. But I say if you like this, you should go watch Big Trouble in Little China. Because it does Raiden better, it does Shang Tsung better, and if you want to see humans fighting uh, <sighs> mystical warriors, uh, I think Big Trouble in Little China does it better than this. I know your love for this movie. Yeah. Um, I liked this movie growing up. It's, re- so, it's even better I've, now. I've re- <laughs> rewatched it. I think you are leading people astray. If no. they had just watched Mortal Kombat and they've never heard of, of Big Trouble. Uh, I'm telling you why, though. I'm giving you reasons why. There's guys that uh, have Raiden-like powers, and it's even though it was done in the mid-'80s, it's a better Raiden. It's three better Raiden, two better Raidens, than what we got here. And the if you like the Shang Tsung, your soul is mine angle, it's done better with Lo Pan and Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> and it's human it's it's kurt russell and it's wang fighting these powered guys so and it's done better than this 
I don't know about that. I, well, I know you love it. So I, I, uh, I know I you're going to die on that hill. <laughs> you're going to die on that hill. So uh, I, I have watched it recently, and I'm like, this is this is difficult to get through. Oh my god, that's such if, a bad take. If you're not Big watching, Trouble Little it, China is so fun. F- fun and funny as an '80s movie to make. It's kind of like The Golden Child. I love the golden child. Oh, it's job. so much it better does, than the golden child. But it doesn't it doesn't hold out quite like it does in your brain. It's so much better than the golden child. Big Trouble in Little China is fantastic. And I will fight anybody who says that those aren't better Raidens than what we had in Mortal Kombat or a better Shang Tsung. Would you fight Channing Tatum? Would I fight Channing Tatum? <laughs> you just said oh, I, would fight, fight <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't fight C Tates. He'd destroy me. <laughs> you could you could tell by this picture that he would. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the same C. Tate's picture that's been used in like a couple different of his movie posters when he was first starting out. Uh, yeah, that's definitely stock C. Tate. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, photo>. <laughs> <You laughs> just pull it. Where's that from? I don't know. Yeah. All right. I think that's gonna do it for Mortal Kombat. Let's see. Next week we are. Uh, I think we're doing Without Remorse. Michael B. Jordan, Tom Clancy. Yeah, um, Creed. We're gonna have a lot to say about that one because uh, you and I went on like a five minute conversation about movies like this. You know, uh, the, the, the trailer. Uh, please yeah. watch the trailer before you, you come to our episode because yep. the, the, the they trailer messed with the wrong it. guy. <laughs> he's got it's, a big uh, file. He's got a big file, you know. Yep. He, uh, what, what was it? Uh, he's killed more than. Ah, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those movies. They, they picked the wrong soldier to mess with. The wrong soldier. Un- they messed with his family. Yeah, kind of like Commando. Oh, it's basically Commando with yeah. Creed. Just he no he, he me raid. He me raid. He yeah. remade uh, Rocky. You know, now uh-huh. he's remaking uh, Commando. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. I- I'm looking forward to it. Comes out on Amazon Prime, I think, on the 30th for free. Not one of those uh, you know $20 access movies. I think it is 100% free on on Prime on the 30th. So we'll watch yeah. that. And cover Anything that with week. Michael B. Jordan, I'm in. So yeah, for sure. All right, Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at at Two Views Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us, or you can find us there at at Two Views Movies, and you can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, anywhere you listen. We are basically there. If you already subscribed, thank you. Uh, if you could leave a review and a rating, let everybody know you're a fan of the show. We would appreciate it. Like we mentioned, back next week with uh, Michael B. Jordan and Without Remorse. We will catch everybody next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both?